do you know what? Yes, I am here. Anna Brophy, are you there? I am here, yes. Well, then let's begin. This must be still legit. It must be a wonderful podcast, still legit. And I'm so excited because this week I can see my wife. She's just so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. (sighs) Technology is wonderful when it works, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's only taken us about seven hours to get to the point where we can say that. But, oh my God, seeing your face is a pure joy. I don't know if anyone else is getting that moment, but just as soon as you see the person that you've been missing, you're like, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did miss you, Anna, but then when we logged on to this Zoom call, Mm. um, you insulted my top. I didn't insult your top, I insulted your curtains. Oh no, sorry, your top. I'm going to post a picture. Brilliant. I'm going to post a picture of what I'm wearing like on our socials and people can see how mean you are because because you're right. Oh, my God. It's so long as well. Oh, it's, it's from eBay. And actually, I probably should have washed it really before I wore it. Oh, God. What a way to go. Well, I left it three days. 70s um, furnishings. So if anybody hasn't listened to the podcast before, um, thanks for coming. And we are uh, all about trying to look at some of the culture from the past, popular culture, films, books, TV, memes, who knows? You know, the world's oh, our very good. Yeah, why not? Um, and finding out whether or not it's still legit. So uh, in this current climate, we are the arbiters of taste. Oh, good. Arbiters, 10 points for that word, straight off. <laughs> what does it mean? So no. uh, we chose another... F- no one knows. We chose another film this week. It is going to be lots of different things. But in honour of me and my current pregnancy, Anna Brophy suggested that we rewatch Knocked Up. Yes. Um, which I had mixed thoughts about my decision while we were watching it. Uh, <laughs> I had mixed thoughts about your decision while yeah, we were watching we'll, we'll it. Yeah, we'll come to that. Um, <laughs> we'll come to that. But did you watch it when it came out? I don't know if I watched it exactly when I ca- when it came out, but... I do remember, I've, I've watched it a fair few times because it's always on uh, ITV. It's one of the Yeah, ITV it's one of those that's repeated, yeah. So I'd like find it in the middle on a Sunday night and be like, oh yeah, sure, I like Knocked Up, yeah, I leave this on. And then what actually happens when you watch ITV, watch a thousand fucking Danon adverts instead of the film. Oh yeah. And also Tom End Bell. up really never wanting pizza again. As a 118 man, just over and over again, like, okay, cool, <laughs> yeah. cool, cool. Uh, so the guy from the 118 adverts is our friend Tom Bell. And the other one yes, I went to school. We're name school. dropping. Very nice. Did yeah. you? Oh, I did see no one knows his name. What's his name? Oh dear. Colin? Oh dear. We weren't in the same year. Cool. But you know, it's like notable alumni <laughs> of <laughs> 2015. Four one eight guy. Yeah. Um Yeah, why not? Why bloody not? I watched it at the cinema when it came mm. out. I remember going to see it with my friend Fran and her boyfriend at the time, Ryan. And I remember hating it. And all these years thinking, oh, that shit. But actually, I couldn't tell you why mm. or what I hated it about. So I was really interested to rewatch it as a pregnacho woman. Pregnante. Pregnant. Am I pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favourite. Um, yeah, I just... Um... 
I had a very different reaction to it than I did the the previous times I've watched it. So I'm I'm up for getting down into that. Should we? Um, yeah. Should we quickly summarize it for anyone who lives on Mars and hasn't seen it? Yes, but after last week's episode, Anna, there is something that I need to request. I think I know what you're going to say. You would like me to always do- summarize. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just think there's a difference between a summary and a synopsis, okay? <laughs> I'm not sure. And I'm not going to take it. So why you- I'm not going to take it off you. I'm not going to take it. I'm going to just say it's I'm not going to be like it's my turn now. You flipped a coin that would and be cruel. it came up in your favor. I flipped a coin and it came up in it's going to be in your favor because this is, you know, we're going to work together. Um and I want you in about four in about around four sentences. Oh shit. To summarize. Knock so up. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, what a bitch. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, the clue's in the title. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to say that much. Um, uh, a young woman who's on the up and up uh, Good. goes out to celebrate one night and gets knocked up by a lovable well uh, stoner. And for some reason, they <laughs> decide to try and make it work. Uh, in the end, they do. Is there a caper? <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, Anna spent, I would say, 2,000 hours just setting up Short Circuit 2 and then trailed it off with, in the end, there's there a caper. Was a caper. <laughs> it was one of, I... one of my favourite synopsis slash summaries I've ever heard. I defy you to try and do a better job than, I mean, there was a, there was a caper, guys. Can I just say you've absolutely excelled and I'm a bit sad that you've done so well so soon because now we've got nothing to build on. Yeah, sorry, mate. Should we just finish it here? Finish it there, mate. Knocked up. Done. Oh, can you hear that? What? Can you hear it? That little boy next door is still throwing... All day, he's been throwing a stone or something at a piece of tin. And I don't know how his parents are okay. If you can hear it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we were on the phone earlier... I went inside because I felt like you would be like what you know when you're on the phone and you only hear the noise. I was of the distressed. Thing, yes, I could tell, and he's still doing it now. So if you hear it on the podcast, soz. I can't hear it if that's any help. But um, that's, now we're all picturing, it is a consolation. Picturing this little urchin, this poor, poor little kid. I want to be like the kids are bored and they need to be entertained, but at the same time, shut the fuck up. Uh, I. I wouldn't have the tolerance. I I think I want one of those. I don't. Seen but not heard kids. If I was to have a kid, I'd have one of those. Yeah. That's what mine's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Very silent child. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I bet it's not. Well, I mean, it needs to remember yeah. who's number one. And obviously, that's me. I knew it was going <laughs> to be you. <laughs> I'm glad that you knew. <laughs> You're right. So this is the part of the show where we check in. Just see, hey, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's been. Um, listen, I know this is a, this is a a, a corona free podcast. Okay, we're not even allowed to say that word. It is escapism. But I noticed something about myself this week that I'm really disappointed <laughs> myself in. <laughs> but also, I just feel like you're going to be the same. Oh my God. It might have been something that we've talked about before, and it might be something people get right. Okay. So uh, I've become some kind of war wife and I do the cleaning, the gardening. And uh, the other day 
I did a whitewash and it was drying outside in the sun and I found myself looking at it thinking that's satisfying and then I hated myself a little bit for having that feeling then I let it go so that was already the roller coaster this morning I went to put on a pair of socks Anna uh, a lovely, you know them, that is um, the lemon oh, with pineapples oh, on. You such see, a pair oh of no, socks. they've got lemons on, they've got lemons yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give me joy. She's and got I such thought, a cute no, no, feet. don't wear those socks because you've just done Do you a white I wish you'd let me end that sentence because I knew what you were going to say. You knew what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't wear those socks because you've just done a whitewash. I don't. And then I thought, no, I'm, I'm going to wear them to spite myself. Did I? No. No. You pop the uh, soft furnishings off. <laughs> yeah, this is a onesie. It goes down to my feet. <laughs> that would be so cute. So I, I am all right, but I'm a bit worried about me uh, because of that. I mean, yeah. let's not pretend that wasn't how we thought already. Because this top that I'm wearing now, which is just like a grey vest top, I was mm. going to put on a white vest top that's like this. Uh, and mm. as I am so similar to you, I was like, a white? What, for staying in? You want to wear white? <laughs> Not for staying in. White's for best. <laughs> <laughs> Why's I best? do less whitewashers. Yeah. But also I'm like, yeah. no, because eventually those whites, those whites are going to get, they're going to fade. They're, they're going to oh end. What have we become? Fucking hell. I mean. Have we always been like this? Pathetic. Just like then again uh, pathetic but also practical but then again you know we know somebody you and i who just mm. really needs to buy new white t-shirts because guys the underarms stop the underarms are a thing okay so we have this person that we know that i happen to a see on person. a zoom call yeah a lovely person but whose t-shirts Def- all of them used to be white and at, to the when? point where I could text you I know but when and also when they are still white except for under the just let them go let them die but that's or give them to me I've got vanish let me do this Listen, for you it's just you look like a a greb I was gonna say greb who says greb <laughs> <laughs> you look like a greb still legit oh, wow <laughs> Uh, it's still legit. It's not legit. I, I don't know what legit. a grab is, but I, it's you've got eyes. Hey, if you don't have eyes, that's fine. It's, you know, but mm, mm, mm. but you've got um, no one. No yeah. one to see that. No, I didn't sometimes, like it. I didn't like it. it upset me because where the places that I've travelled the most is where a lot of it's like Central America, and because uh-huh. Central America a lot of American hippies just cross the border, go down. Yeah. And sometimes the whole texture of that armpit area, not only is it a different colour, like a khaki colour, but it's turned into like Uh. a concertina of stiff material. Oh, no! What's weird is in the Midlands, khak is poo. I don't know if it's the same everywhere else. You say khak. So when you say khaki... Yeah, no. You mean like I know what, you mean. what I'd say is khaki green, but actually khaki is right because it looks like poo. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. All right, well. khaki and khaki. That's why khaki is called khaki. Khaki, khaki, <clears throat> khaki green. Yeah. <laughs> Little khaki green. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Emma, how are you, darling? 
I'm I'm okay. Um, I'm okay. I uh, I did have a moment the day before yesterday when I went walking, and I, I didn't even want to walk to the park because listen, around my area, people are not respecting the shit that we're meant to be doing right now. So <laughs> okay. it's like, I'm not going to go park. I'm going to just walk around the quiet streets. Um, just to stretch my legs. Yeah. And then I sort of looped into a different park, very briefly, which is mostly like just a green. <clears throat> um, yeah. And as I was walking through that little bit of park, coming back on my way home, just an old man gave me the creepy, creepy wink. Oh, <sighs> the creepy Just wink. like the wink where they've stared at you. You know, you're walking towards a person. I'm just do it blow by blow. You're walking towards a person. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> She's setting the scene. And you make eye contact. Perfectly normal. So far, perfectly normal. Make eye contact. Yeah. Then. Do you have your tits out <laughs> at this point? <laughs> <laughs> or is that late? Is that later? You, you flop one, one bap out. You flop a bap? <laughs> exactly. And why yeah. not? And why not? And for why, why not? not? <laughs> Sorry, Karen, um, please. Please. This, <laughs> then you, you, you make eye contact, perfectly normal, one bap out. And then you, you, <laughs> part, you start to get to the point where to keep eye contact... Um, you they have to turn their head a little bit. Their head's on like a slight swivel and you're like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? You've moved past the point where the natural eye contact occurs. Now you're staring. There's such a fine line between looking and staring and it, it's in a blink. It's in the lack of a blink and the yeah, turn yeah. of the head. Yeah, exactly. It's so subtle and that's what's the frustrating thing because there's so much wiggle room for you, you as a woman to be like oh i'm misreading it he's just he just has eyes on his face oh, he's moving he's exactly <clears throat> what he would say he is doing he's just, I'm just being nice yeah i'm just saying hi or you know if you were to say and people are very women and people who have this scenario happen to them don't you guys mm. worry we are calibrated to immediately recognize when that happens but if you were to pull yeah. them up on it they'd be like what are you talking about you crazy bitch Anyway, it hasn't happened to me for a long time because um, I turned 30 and I cut my hair. So, you know, I don't look like a... And you stopped just... St- you put a vest top over your flaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm becoming conservative in my old age. Put the flaps in. But he... Um, yeah. As that moment happened in the split second where I was like, oh, it's not just um, an accidental bit of eye contact. It's a stare. He then gave me the wink that happens when nothing else in their yeah. whole face moves and then just the wink and it's like, how many times do you wink like that, you freak? How many fucking times do you wink like that? You absolutely repugnant man. <sighs> oh, just, yeah. Wait, just look at me on Zoom. This is yeah. not good for a podcast, but is it this? Oh, it's slow. That is, is it the disgusting. slow wink? <laughs> I feel sick <laughs> with myself. That is disgusting. I'm going to boomerang. What you just did. No, it's so good for a podcast, isn't it? Look at me wink. It's, no, because you look like... What's it? You look like you've, you've been to the dentist and they've accidentally sedated. My whole face. <laughs> Is she winking? So Is she no, having a stroke? No, Is she heavily medicated? We'll never like know. This. 
Oh. Yeah. Nothing oh, else. You just look like you've got something. Baby, he might have just had something in his eye. No. Oh no, there it is. Yeah, I was the one in his eye. Don't don't try and tell me that that wasn't what it was. And I was like, oh man, come on. In these unprecedented times, don't fucking. Please. Well, actually, okay. So on that, and the the treatment of women and how we're calibrated for behaviour, mm-hmm. that brings us nicely back on track. I yeah. think to examining the peaks and troughs of a film I found very triggering. Yeah. Knocked up. Okay, good because um, <clears throat> like I say, I definitely remember a time when I liked this film, but I found it um confusing to watch first of all i was like god it's long um <laughs> it's too do you know what i remember watching it originally and one of the reasons i didn't like it which is the only reason i've carried all these years is when's she gonna get pregnant it's called knocked up actually that does happen quite quickly and i was like oh what's my problem been oh not the ingrained misogyny and sexism no that wasn't a problem for me i'm just like when's she gonna get pregnant i mean um, if anything emily you're showing your own ingrained ingrained misogynism hello what am i I showing sorry sorry said that again i've had what's that what's that my love i've had four sips of wine (laughs) oh baby i'm going on to the water ingrained misogyny is what i was going to say when is she going to get pregnant um but that moment to make that joke has gone because i said two of the complete wrong words ingrained misogynism i said so that's good i'll take Um, it ingrained misogynism yeah it's weird because I think what it really shows is how little, what slim pickings, anything that felt at all like true to life. Because I think what I must have enjoyed was, <clears throat> sorry that cough, but um, it's okay. I think what, what I must have enjoyed was the kind of stuff with like Debbie and things like that, the the sister, mm-hmm. um, where actually she's a kind of sympathetic character who's also a nightmare but is also a good person she's also goody in in the you know which could be cool if you're writing complex characters and you're like you know you know everybody's complex nobody's this hero and goody and baddie Mm. but i just feel like debbie who's played by leslie mann and uh you've got katherine heigl as well as the lead and so that she's written as uptight and naggy and just when you think she's going to have this moment of redemption because her husband is being a shitty husband mm. she kind of just gets put in her place and then she's like oh i liked being put in my place which bit which that's that's her arc <clears throat> so all the way by through the... she's being treated sh- being treated shitty by her husband she is being left out she has this lovely scene where she's like you're being mean to me and that's Such you know nice really scene. that is a really lovely. nice scene it is a really nice scene, and I nearly cried. Them, discovers him on the uh, doing fantasy baseball league. They have a chat. Yeah, she thinks he's cheating. He's, he's doing like, fantasy I just want to be baseball. Out of the we'll house. come to that. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "I want to be out of the house with you." Anyway, um, then when she gets to the end, she's been with her sister every step of the way through pregnancy, and then fucking Seth Rogen's like, "Get out of the right. room!" Like putting her in yeah. her place. You're, you're overbearing. Excuse me. And then she's like, I think I like him. No. Yeah. No. What? <clears throat> yeah. Get out of here. I just thought that she didn't get any 
kind of redemption. She was just uptight and naggy. She has this awful line where she's like, you know, you criticize a man until he hates himself for it and then you can change him. Yeah. And I was like, that is the worst unlikable, unrealistic thing for this character. The thing is... Is my thinking. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, <clears throat> um, I, I did see some elements in her character where I was like, yeah, this is an interesting dichotomy. The person who, you know, I see it, elements of that in relationships that are around me, which is like, she's so, um, she's, you know, the bit where she's like, these are the sex offenders in, in our area. You know, every red dot uh-huh. is a sex offender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you want me to do about it? There is mm-hmm. definitely a type of um, person like that in a relationship who's like micromanaging. She wants the pink cupcakes, and if you know, yeah. And it is that. It was kind of an interesting. There was elements of it that was an interesting take on um, the browbeaten husband and the nagging wife. You know. <clears throat> Bambi and husband, by the way, is Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd, just in who, case anyone hasn't yeah, watched it. Yeah, we should probably mention So fucking insanely hot. So, you know, and they mention it in the film, and they're like, you know, like women um, yeah, kind she of... Yeah, that, Debbie. Men mature like fine wine, and, and then Leslie Mann's like, I get uglier with age, he gets fitter, and it's not fair. It isn't fair, but Paul Rudd essentially does get fitter. Yeah. He's so fit. Yeah, I mean, he... Um, and also, one thing I noticed as well, every time Paul Rudd came on the screen, apart from, what a babe. Um, how is eyes that colour? How is eyes that colour? But that's not what I was thinking. I don't. No. He's beautiful. Just beautiful man. Like, mm, how are you man. still as beautiful as <laughs> If not more now? Okay, fine. Anyway, peak Paul Rudd. It's, but, I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on, let's just appreciate Paul Rudd. But also, <laughs> he. I was like, oh, someone with dark hair. <clears throat> It is a sea of blondes. Like, it is wall-to-wall blonde. It is a sea of blondes. It's blonde, so blonde. blonde. And, and okay, I need to jump to a, a very serious topic, which is probably one of my, oh, okay. my favourite things, was Catherine Heigl's costume choices. Not her choices. She didn't oh, make those choices. My God, they are insane. First of all, why, at the beginning... There's, there's Which is where we should have probably started, actually, at the yeah, beginning. Okay. Never mind. So, she works in entertainment. She mm-hmm. um, she works on E, the entertainment channel. There's Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. in it. It's very funny um, that Ryan Seacrest is in it. But um, they're like, oh, you're going to go on screen now. <clears throat> so, they're like, great, let's go out and celebrate my promotion. And that's when she meets Seth Rogen. First of mm-hmm. all... They're apparently yeah. so blackout drunk that they don't really remember sleeping with each other. And she's when she wakes up, she's like, "Oh God!" Do you know what? Yeah, Emily. She's disgusting. I know we're not allowed. But to... she's then. I know we're not allowed. To... What? 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 I know we're not allowed to say it. But sorry, you've gone. You went a bit glitchy, so I couldn't hear you. But Coronas. <laughs> they're drinking Coronas, the lightest oh. beer, <laughs> the lightest COVID beer on the fucking market. Wait, don't they have it's shots? Like, they have shots as well, no. though. As far as I can remember, they do not have shots. Because I was like, hang on a minute. I'm sure I saw them have shots. I don't think they did. 
They're drinking Coronas, oh, okay. sponsored by Corona. I would not be surprised if there was some kind of <laughs> link there, but um, they were drinking Corona. I was like, how many fucking drinks does Seth Rogen have to have to be blackout drunk when all he does all the time is smoke fucking weed? Like, he's a big exactly. guy. Right, okay. And on that, he wakes up and he's like, did we have sex? But then later on, he's like, you told me I could do it without a condom. Oh, you remember that bit, yeah. don't you, babe? It, it does level out as you go on. Um, their personalities level out a bit. But at the beginning, mm-hmm. <clears throat> after they first sleep together, um, sh- she's like, they meet in the club. She's being, she's completely sober. She's only had one beer, if not even. And she's like, yeah, I'll not stay even. and hang out. Like, you go home and deal with the rash, Debbie. Because, you know, Debbie's a mom, guys, in case you're wondering. Um, but mm-hmm. I'll stay and hang out with, with Seth Rogen. Because um, I've had three sips of Corona and I've decided that that's worthwhile doing. So she's sober at that point. She's mm-hmm. made that decision. Then they get really drunk, apparently, on basically water. Um, they go back. They have sex. She's not hung over, though, is she? Never hung no, over. of course not. Because she's a woman and her hair's always perfectly blow-dried. But she's horrified. She's not hungover, but she is disgusted by him. She's horrified. Yeah. And also, I'm like looking at his bum, like, is that her bum? That's a perfectly fine bum. It's not a hairy bum or... It's a fine bottom. Or like a spotty bum. It's just a bum. It's a nice little bum. It's just a bum. Um, And so then... And then they go from him having been like, oh, in the club being like, oh, she's way out of my league, blah, 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 to suddenly him being a grade A prick. Just like... Just having no okay. awareness and her in a black suit she never wears a black suit again why is she wearing a black suit why don't you just fucking put her in a spinster outfit like fucking also she's like i've got to get to work it's 7 30 and he's like do you want to go for breakfast and she's like okay i know where the fuck do you work i know i know that's film that's just like one of those film shortcuts but i'm like come on guys okay i want to i just want to discuss a few other film shortcuts which upset Please. me Okay, in the club, who can have those conversations in a club? Her sister gets a phone call about her kid having that rash in the club. Signal's fine. Conversations just at talking level. They are I really, it really frustrates phone. me. In They're film. loving her phone as well. They're like, ooh, they fancy love her phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, a flip phone. He doesn't have. I'm a like, cell this phone. isn't the nineties. <clears throat> he doesn't have a cell phone, so that's why he loves it so much. But. I'm like, those kind of things. Like, you can't, this doesn't happen in a club. You yeah. can't take a phone call just like, yeah, 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 have a chat. It really bothers me. Yeah. You have to do the acting, shouting, and it has to be cringe to film. <laughs> um, what's his name? Jason, um, the guy playing the... Seagal. Jason Seagal, yeah. Um, mm. That character. I mean, I do think the reason why he and Seth Rogen have gone so far is because they are able to deliver some lines and you're just like, oh, we like them. I mean, I don't know if you've seen um, The mm. Long Shot, but... I haven't seen it. It's I really recommend it, especially for sort of viewing at this time. <clears throat> it's really good. If you mean that because I'm pregnant... Oh, no, I forgot that. Um, because that's what you said about Nocturne, no, no, okay? I feel terrible about that, actually. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But, like, you know, it's really, like, lovely, funny kind of... Uh, I mean, Charlize Theron looks... It's starting to morph into Nicole Kidman, you know. Ju- okay. Everyone's got the same that point. really good plastic surgeon and they all start to look a little bit 
uncanny valley. There were times when I was like, yeah. oh, Scarlett Johansson, you. oh, Nicole Kidman, oh my God, they, oh, whoa, Rachel Anderson. Um, it's it's all those Anderson, people. Jennifer Anderson, oh my God. Um, Richard. <laughs> Richard Aniston. I thought you said Richard Aniston. No, who knows. <laughs> um, but there are certain things, like at one point, I think when they're about to have, have sex, uh, Seth Rogen says, you're much prettier than me. And there are certain things only he can say that you're not like, wow, that's a terrible line. He's got quite a, um, a disarming quality about him. He has, but I'm going to disagree on some because there are so... <laughs> oh, no, all right, no, no, I take it back. There are so many lines in this film oh, that he says there was... And they are half jokes. Like, he just says a line... And it's Catherine Heigl's job just to laugh at him. Like, she doesn't get any jokes. And I know that's so common. But he God, literally yeah. gets all the jokes. And they're not even jokes. He just says something. And she just fucking pisses herself laughing. And I'm like, babes, you don't... Even when she's had the baby, she's like, oh, he makes me laugh. He hasn't said anything funny. Yeah. He set up a joke. Here's another thing. Speaking of Seth Rogen and what he's allowed to get away with and so on. <clears throat> The guys, the friends, all they do is make homophobic, oh, sexist, sexist, racist remarks. There's so many, at the start so when we meet them, there's Taliban jokes, like so many, is, is, so many yeah, Islamophobic jokes. But Leslie Mann, the sister, calls the security guard a fag. Yeah, yeah, with your faggy gloves. Yeah, I know, that was the big one that I was like, you know... That would not get through the sources no. now. That would not be a thing mm-hmm. now. But then he, then the um, security guard does this thing where he's like, you know, Doug Judy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh my god, I didn't realise that was him. The Pontiac Bandit. Yeah. Well, jeez, yeah. McGee's. He does mm. this lovely thing where he's like, I'm not even allowed to let black people in, and does this whole, and then you know, calls her older shit and whatever. But I was like, she just, what did she just call him? Yeah, but also, again, in the mix of that. He says to her, oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, w- I would love to tap that ass. I would yeah, I would to- tear no, that like, ass. Ugh. Why Why w- does every, uh, you know, even in him saying, you're right, he has to say it in the terms or it has to be said to a woman as in, no, 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 don't worry. I still would fuck you. Yeah. So don't you don't feel bad? Worry, but then she sets that I up. I would fuck she you. She says right when we meet her, she's like, would anyone fuck me in this club? Is anyone, am I still fuckable? Yeah, which, which I, you know, it, it's a valid thing. It, you know, people have those thoughts. That's fine. But. In the introduction to a character that, though. <clears throat> I think that, yeah. And I think I just can't now look past the fact that this is written and directed by a man, so. boys club, and even though there are some elements that you're like, oh, okay, you get it, like that speech on the lawn, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, where Debbie's saying, you know, I I like to go to the I movies like as well, like, because that does really highlight, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she, she so well, so beautifully, but, and I do think that does really highlight a thing where you know, guys can just be like, oh, I just need to get away. And women are like, I can't get away. Mm-hmm. Why do you assume that I don't want to get mm-hmm. away? I don't want to always be, you know, the one stuck at home and you're like, oh, I just need some space from you guys. I need some yeah. space. So 
but then then they go to Vegas. Like the di- the the two things on either side. Oh, it's Paul, like Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. Yeah, go to because they're now br- yeah. in a bromance. They're in a they're in such a bromance, and okay, again, we we get to see guys loving life, having fun, being, you know, just just wanting to be alive, and women are like, ah 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 ah. <laughs> Shrewish. You know? Shrewish is right, like though. Heigl, That's how they're written. Shrewish. She seems not even to understand certain things. She's never heard of Back to the she's, Future. She's very canny. She's never, never heard what? of Back to the Future. She's never done it doggy style because she's a blonde vanilla. Yeah. Hang on, I wrote one down. She, um, she doesn't know what Back to the Future is because he mentions the DeLorean. She's like, who's Doc Brown? Uh, later yeah. on, she doesn't know yeah. what a bar mitzvah is. What? She says he says something like, um, "Our doctor, Doctor Howard, is that oh, a bar I mitzvah?" I think that was him making a joke. Mm, well, she was like, "What?" Yeah, but there was no response that he went. It's a Jewish tradition, and then carried on in a really kind of soothing tone. Oh, no. I I I took that. As well, it was a, a shit one. Very much a joke. As she she's like she's like, "What do you mean he's at a bar mitzvah?" And he's like, "It's a Jewish rite of passage." No, she doesn't say, "What do you mean about a bar mitzvah?" Oh, maybe she does. <laughs> no, no, but I felt like it was. I feel like it was meant in that sense. But she never said, but, you know, I know what a bar mitzvah right. is. I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised no, if her character okay. didn't, some, for some reason, know what a bar mitzvah is. Let's drop in on that as well. In that moment, she's at home. Okay, again, we're meant to believe that Debbie, her overbearing sister, who's been there every... Her overbearing, yeah. inverted commas, yep, yep, yep. sister, who's been there every single step of the way and is really, really, like, with her, with the pro- pregnancy goes away when she is fit to bust yeah. like eight what she no they don't say it's premature so the baby she's nine months yeah, pregnant essentially nine months and they're like oh we're going to legoland no Not one a chance. is leaving someone that fucking pregnant who's also just broken up with their boyfriend not debbie to be on their fucking Not own now. no next to a pool she's on a phone stepping side her head open and then she gets contractions emily when seth rogan gets over She's lit a thousand candles she can't, and in a bubble She can't bath. pack a suitcase, but she's all right to pop the bath on and have a chill. Oh, and they're seven minutes apart, are they? How many candles? Two, two thousand candles. candles. So put the music on. Listen, though, I have to say, okay, I'm going to go on a tangent. Tiny. There is a little bit. Oh, God forbid. Him, there is a little <laughs> bit where Debbie comes into her room and, like, tries to lift mm. her spirits and she says something like, we're not going to do this. And she kisses her forehead. It's when uh, Catherine Heigl's broken up with Seth Rogen and she's trying to uplift her. They fucked yeah. her to Vegas. And she's taking, Anna, she's drank some Red Bulls. I cried. I just missed you so much. <sighs> I literally started Emily. to cry because I was like, I just miss friends. I miss my friends. I miss Anna. That is that is the role that you would play in that, like, come on, up we get. And I cried. It's very interesting to want one to watch. Oh, no, I'm crying. <laughs> it's a very interesting one to watch. Pregnant, I have to say, because you don't. Yeah. I, I was so aware it was written by men. I think it's quite insensitively written. There's one bit when she's 24 or 25 weeks pregnant, which is where I am now, and she's having sex on her back, and I was like, "Not a fucking chance, babe. Not happening. You can't do it. No." Well, I talked to my friend about it. I was yeah, like, "Could I'd you?" She said, "No." 
You can't have sex when you're back. I would be interested to know whether or not... Uh, and hey, write into us if you've ever had sex when you're back. <laughs> <five weeks. laughs> Is it pregnant. possible? Is it something I'm doing wrong? Please, tell me. But um, there's a lot of... Uh, of like gynecologists <laughs> the montage really sexually inappropriate <laughs> there's a montage of gynecologists yeah. it's a montage of of really inappropriate people going oh you do look like your sister oh my yeah. god oh yeah you're looking at my vagina and you're telling me it looks like my sister's yeah. vagina somebody kicked that man in the fucking face he's getting stirrups right in the fucking well, face well okay so how dare you i um have full confession and Oh well, God. no, it's not. It's not like a confession like that. But first of all, the guy I was like, Ugh, yeah. no. I was first of all felt felt great, very grateful that I never had to have the speculum kind of test. I had the ultrasound, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm so mm-hmm. glad." Because they go and see it when it's like eight or nine weeks or something, don't they? And it's an embryo, blah 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 blah. Um, and I was like, "Oh." I do get the impression that Americans are cons- are constantly going yeah, to they have this, but maybe that is yeah, maybe when it's part of their healthcare plan when it came to the birth scene i found it really difficult i was still writing notes because i was really pissed off that she's got like this hairless vagina with that shows the hairless not a pubic with the baby crowning and they do it really insensitively anyway she has like she has a nightmare of a time and all her birth plan goes wrong and the the doctor's like she's controlling Mm. she's this she's that Uh, um and i started to have a cry and uh, Anna, as the film came to an end, I went into a full panic attack. I had a full anxiety. Panic. I, start, I thought I was crying at the film because I watch One Born Every Minute sometimes and I cry every time one pops out. And that was before I was pregnant. Mm. That was way before. I just have this reaction to babies being born. Anyway, I... It's a very emotional It's an emotional thing. thing. Anyway, yeah. I then had to go up and disturb my boyfriend on a conference call because I could not breathe and I honestly think it was so I don't know whether it was sensitively done or insensitively done but it was really it's the first time I think I've been able to use the word triggered like so triggered (laughs) (laughs) I felt really worried actually I was thinking like fuck this is all really 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 close to home didn't think about that um, until now we're watching it mm. apart and I was like I hope Emily is alright to do this for the podcast like maybe we need to do something different and just say we chose another film because yeah it's quite I felt a lot being separate it's been really difficult being separate from you while you've been pregnant and all this stuff that she was going through I was feeling anxiety because I'm like I need to be there I yeah. need, you know what if you um so I could only imagine, I was like, oh my God. And then she'll be like, this will be me soon. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a bit emotional now. <laughs> Baby girl. But it's fine. Like it's, it's really, it, I find it really interesting. Kind of hindsight's lovely. And I just needed a few hours for that to become hindsight. But um, just if anyone mm. is pregnant, do not watch the film. Don't watch the film. Don't to no, see don't, all your fears no, in your partner, in birth, in a pregnancy. If you want to see them all realised with written by a man, there you go on a plate. But I mean, there you are saying something. I mean, that's worth mentioning is 
it is putting some of the. I would be interested to know if Judd Apatow had a kid or kids. Oh, by that the point. kids, the kids in the I'm, film are his kids. Ah, his kids and okay, Leslie Mann's cool, his wife. This is what I was thinking. Right, and Leslie Mann and Debbie is Judd Apatow's wife in real life. Shut mother, the front door. No mother way. front door. <laughs> yes, that's so yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. That's that's what interested me because I was like, there is something to be said here. It is interesting. It's not by any means perfect. And I think a lot of that really is to do with this fucking idea of this lovable Californian. I know he's not Californian, he's Canadian. <laughs> but, you know, those those guys are the Peter Pan, yeah. California, smoke a bong, get high with my friends, like YOLO, f- like fuck Fuck that shit. Like, I hate that being advertised as um, as a kind of... Um, and I know it isn't because, you know, he, he talks with his dad and he kind of knows, yeah. you know, this isn't exactly how I should be living. But it is portrayed like, look at these fun jackass We're meant guys, to like them. And look at this uptight bitch. Yeah, and it exacerbates that I whole boys will be boys what, thing. And they're like constantly being like yeah your mum your mum sucks a dick you're this you're that it's like oh wow toxic masculinity <laughs> right from the start of the film yeah right from exactly. the start and i what what baffles me is there doesn't it doesn't seem to really um get to a point where it says oh this is why she said let's try and make a go of it with this guy. why does she keep the baby like i'm not saying you know but you can keep the baby for many reasons but there doesn't seem to be in her character she knows she doesn't want an abortion because we but we don't see yeah. what her what we don't see why i think that's such a big be- problem because i don't think they have considered that to be the important no. thing and it should be one of the really important things why would this young woman who's pregnant by a man she doesn't know and is at a turning point in her career by the way why does her mum pop up her like Blythe Danner wannabe mum pops mom. up being like oh honey abort it oh Any, anyone, oh, get anyone pro-abortion in the film is like a nightmare like we're made to think that they are a nightmare right yeah. they're, not, they're not nicely portraying it there's no one who says listen you have options you have this There's. it's just oh my god but yeah, I just thought that if that would be the crux, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? It would be her, her going, oh, fuck, I'm going to make a... Because even when she was like, I need to call him, um, that came out of nowhere. It was like a non sequitur. Oh, mm. She was talking with Debbie and then Debbie said something and then she went, you're right, I have to call him. She hadn't no. just said that. She had Nobody just told said, you, that. you should call him. <laughs> um, so then they, <laughs> then she goes to call him and I'm like, oh, she's going to tell him like I'm keeping the baby. But then they're like walking around, buying books, holding hands, going to have sex again. I'm like, but why? For, for why? what? You've not given me, it's just the male gaze is very strong on that. Okay. You're like, I guess their answer was always, because Seth Rogen. Like, yeah. Not enough. No. When, we, when you talk about the boys. He has no money. He has, no like, job. those are important things to consider. Yeah, no job. He's reprehensible. He's 23, He's apparently. absolutely reprehensible. He yeah. says some awful things, like deal breaker things. And we're meant to see, we're meant to see um, her 
watching, you know, wild things or whatever and being like, oh, tits, tits and bush, tits and bush as her sort of like loosening up. It's like, so she has to start objectifying women so that she can be seen as the loosening up. The film should be about him growing up. But it's about them like meeting in the middle. Yeah. She has to loosen up and he has to do th- No, she's doing fine. Also, she says some really valid things and it gets passed off as, and I know it's my hormones. Uh, no, love. He's a dick. He's a prick. Yeah. And there's a bit where he's like, yeah. you're crazy. And it's actually, she's saying such valid, normal things. Or maybe yeah. I'm crazy. I don't I know. Mean, I think, <laughs> no, I think, I think they are, there are two valid things mm. there. I do think, okay, fine, it's nice that she softens or whatever, but essentially what they do, I, I think he had more, gro- much more growing up to do than she had yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. to do. She's dealing with a pregnancy. That is enough mm-hmm. for her. But instead, all we do is we like cut to 10 minutes before the end. Somehow he's got a fucking great job, a really nice apartment, oh. and he's staying, he's going to bed at 8 p.m. You've made that seem really, really easy, and it's no. not like... And I just think that that would be like him trying, them trying rather than everything's fine. Oh, I'd love up. not to, to well, you just find out it did not work. We know it didn't work. It didn't work. He slipped back into his old ways. Oh, God. She went off. Can we just talk? I do think he's so adorable. adorable. Though. He really reminds me of Scotty. But the thing is, right, so let's just go back to the guys at the start. And you know Up how Scotty, shout out to you, they're like, oh, Scotty, shout out. We've got a lovely Californian <laughs> friend called Scotty. Oh my god, what a dream! Um, but so yeah. we just—I just want to talk about the boys at the start. The thing is, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think what we're meant to do, we know that they're douchebags. We know that they're immature. These jock kind of pink-eyed characters, and they say this stuff, but we're still meant to find it funny. So when um, Jonah Hill is going around on a wheelchair doing an impression of Stephen Hawking. Are we meant to go, oh, my God, that's so naughty but so funny? It just, for me, it really reminded me of that whole Donald Trump grabbing by the pussy thing. Boys will be boys, and we're meant to find it funny when they do it. Jonah Hill's character is, dis- like, so dislikable. makes my skin crawl. He's awful. He's, like, a nasty cunt. And, <laughs> you and, and that C word are is. great friends. <laughs> so sorry. Sorry, one per yeah. show. So there's a really interesting fact about this film in that Catherine Heigl said of the film in an interview with Vanity Fair that she didn't really like the way her character came across, that she came across uptight, and she found the film a little bit sexist. Interestingly, she was never in a Judd Apatow film again. Mm -hmm. And they said that they were quite hurt by the comments yeah, and them, you know about this, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I actually I didn't want to look too much into it. Um, I looked at the response from it. Yeah, their response. Well, I went really far in. No, no, I, I'm glad that you did. Yeah, I just was like, I know that if I get down too deep in it, I'm just gonna want to go on and on. It's just, it's just so interesting because they they have the the fickle TV career. Uh, TV industry or film industry within the film and then when yeah. someone actually and all she said was it's a little bit sexist and the woman never worked again yeah and she really was um you know if you think about Catherine it, this is this is like a classic kind of men in power situation like with Weinstein and everything like that where a woman 
like Ashley Judd, or, you know, or Katherine Heigl, they're on the up and up. They are literally the next big thing kind of thing. You know, yeah. so, what was it? 27 Dresses and all those other shit yeah. she did. Um, and she was a real hit in Grey's Anatomy. And then she's mm-hmm. just gone away. And surprise, surprise, the reason is because men have complete control over the industry. And if you upset yeah. their tiny wiggle feelings, you know which wiggle? Oh, no, but you and didn't Seth Rogen? Okay, can you? Did you read Seth Rogen's reply to his hurt feelings? I so, read. She seemed uh, to enjoy it at the time. Yeah, because she's just got a part in a film that she has to look like she's enjoying, otherwise she won't work. But this is the she's trouble. McGee's. When you, if you are operating within a really, you know, how many women are in that film? Two. Two women. Everyone mm-hmm. else. Three. Is a Kristen Wiig's in. Kristen oh, yeah. Wiig. Kristen Wiig is. Uh, because you know, we need a woman to hate a woman. To hate we need a woman, a woman to hate a woman. Exactly. She's Despite there, myself, she's, she's brilliant. Yeah, she is. But still, it's such a tired thing of like, I'm a woman. I hate a woman who's doing better than me, and I hate pregnant women. I'm a woman who hates pregnant women. They make me feel sick because you can't have a guy say that. So we'll just use this woman as a mouthpiece for men. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just sort of felt like. Um, it must have been a really laddie. I mean, all of his films are like that. It is it is that big gang of lovable lads who are always like, why would anyone have a problem with us? We're beta males. But you're still yeah. intimidatingly, overwhelmingly male. How can, how can a woman then be, you know, go, oh, guys, actually, the jokes are a bit, ha <laughs> and, yeah. you know... They're not adults and also, as well. That's the feeling. The vibe is that they're not, they don't feel fully adult. No. And I wonder if anyone had her back. Because there was other people in the film. I wonder if anyone was like, mm, yeah, it is a bit, it was. Because watching it back, whether you love it still and you think, oh God, you know, you're looking too far. If, if you actually love the film now, you have to admit it is a bit sexist. It is, and that's all she said. She didn't mention like the homophobic, um, awful, I think she makes racist really, jokes. Yeah. She just makes a really good point that, as a woman, some days when she was doing it, she was like, "Oh, why do I have to be such a miserable shrew, like a humorless bitch?" Do you know what? It's one of those films, Anna, where when I laughed, it was always despite myself. Yeah. I don't think I ever laughed and was like, "Ah, that's really funny. I was always like, oh, shit, that's still funny. Hold up. So, um, we got a lovely email from Helen. Absolute babe. Guys, if you're looking for some yogas, go to Helen Russell Clark Yoga. She's a G. Um, You're on commission? Very... No, but she sent us an email. I've got to give her a plug. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm all in. Hey, hey, anyone else who wants a plug? <laughs> get in touch. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get in touch. I don't care. I'm not advertising anything else. So um, she sent us an email. And she, because we, we were talking in the last episode about Asian hair. And she <laughs> shared with us some Asian hair uh, stuff. And we should say that she does have, she's Eurasian. She's um, she's your Asian. She's, she's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's really inappropriate. Sorry, 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 Actually, that's sorry, really sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. No, she's she's mixed um, white and Asian, East Asian, and 
um, she's quite sort of blondish. Her, yeah. Here she says, she was born blonde. My natural hair color now more resembles a coppery brown, but it's very golden. Um, and she says here, a few years back, I was getting my hair cut in a salon in Soho. Fancy. And to my surprise, this Asian woman comes up to me, grabs a fistful of my hair that is still attached to my head, places oh, it good. next to her own face and says, this is the color I want. Subsequently, she was devastated to learn that she would never be able to replicate the color because it didn't come from a bottle, um, which I love. And <laughs> my God, do not touch a woman's baby bump. Do not touch any woman's hair, particularly women of color. But just don't touch. Get out of me. Get out of Actually, the way. there's a bit in Knocked Up where she grabs his hair and something in me went, mm, we don't do that anymore. Don't We don't grab yeah, curly she- hair. Yeah. But Solange hasn't it's, told everyone by that point. And she's and she says and she says, um, Oh, I love your curly hair. What is it? And he's like, It's called Jew. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's really just they're really lo- lo- loving to neg their Jewishness yeah. all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. But so um, it's so weird because I'm like she, in a way for Helen, was that a compliment? Was that a is that a compliment? Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Get off it's, my hair. It's just, no. I mean, I know that also from my Asian family, they can be way more handsy. So I'm interested to know if she was like, um, you know, British born or, you know, did she come across like she, oh, it's just like, very tactile. Just get off. Everyone just get off. Nobody's and ever done that to says, me. Nobody will ever grab some of my hair and say this, please. It's because your hair is just so awful, I guess. At least, um, least, least I've got some. <laughs> yeah, no one's grabbing my hair. You think, they oh. literally can't. Uh, <laughs> um, she also says um, that on the first day of a new job, she met an Asian man who's now a very good friend of hers. Mm. And his first question was, are you from Hong Kong? Huh? Um, yeah, but she's not. She grew up in Hampshire. And he said, oh... I thought you were from Hong Kong, but had the work done. What work? <sighs> what work? Which is just, and he, and he is from Hong Kong. Um, Do you know what that means? In, yeah, like, basically, we live in a world where everyone who's not white <gasps> is it covers skin bleaching, whiteness. Yeah, skin bleaching, hair bleaching. Oh my god! Um, eye, eyelid surgery. Nose reshaping. But hang on, after um, all that, bone. how would you know that that was? Is it in a way where I can tell where someone's scouse? <laughs> Please explain. Well, I lived in Liverpool for a very long time, and mm. scouse girls have. Oh, I mean, they're they're absolutely. Can I just say, incredible. But I would live yeah, if you saw a girl with a hair in curlers and absolutely beautiful satin pajamas. Scouse. Yeah. Now, now in London, yeah. I know because the because of the way they in quotes take care of themselves. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get what you're saying, but I mean, it's I not think surgery. It's, it's I don't mean even, that. Yeah, it's it's even more. Uh, I think it's a little bit of a blunter tool there because yeah. it is literally like there is, as with anywhere, there is um, like LA. There's loads of women over the age of forty five who all look essentially like they have had the same yeah um, like you said about the, the same type of work the, yeah the like a listers who look like each other they do they are starting how to would you even say to that thank you 
no, this is all me. Yeah, I know. It's like, but he, imagine. Surely you could be he from. Feels like obviously, he has some ownership and so on of that because he's from Hong Kong. And she, but if like if she is from Hong Kong, and she has had the work done, don't call out my fucking work that I've had yeah. done. I've never met you. Also, surely Rash. you could be from anywhere and have the work done and look from anywhere. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's it's a specific type. Like you're like, oh, you have the features. Because oh, you look vaguely East an Asian, Asian, yeah, an Asian looking, an East Asian looking woman who has got features that are um, like white, some white features. Mm -hmm. The the desirable, she 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 got a good grab bag of the genetic mix, right. basically. Oh, she's fit. So she's got like big. Yeah, she's fit. She's real fit. So she's got all the shapings that you you would be like, okay, I'm an East Asian woman, but make me look more Western. Right. So it it's that specific. Can I kind ask of you thing. this? Do your mm. Malaysian family? I haven't had the work done. This is oh okay. That answers that question. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do on. your Asian family love your lighter skin, or are they all quite light skin? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, definitely. If I go to Malaysia, I've been told many times, like <clears throat> when I was younger, oh, you should come over here and like be. A like a presenter or something like that because they love that pan-Asian right look. right that yeah and I I remember being grabbed by a woman in a shopping mall and she went this is the skin colour I want <laughs> yeah oh my god but it was kind of like that because she sort of grabbed me grabbed my wrist or something and she had like a stall um but she was like oh my god your skin and she was trying to sell me bleaching products. Oh. And my mum was there. And she was like, oh, your daughter, her skin, blah, blah, blah. But the woman herself, oh, my God. Because she grabbed my wrist, I turned around and she was very close to me. And I looked at her. Wow. I, I got a shock. She was so bleached, as in... Oh, that kind of where they kind of shine had, purple back at you. It's damaged her skin. Yes, I've seen so her skin in, in was Thailand quite damaged. I saw this. Yeah. Yeah, and, and pockmarked. And there was some... And she'd sort of, yeah, it was just quite a fright yeah. um, in that moment. And all of that is because she has been sold this thing. And I remember going over there and cousins of mine being quite blunt. Like, obviously, let me just say, like, unequivocally, East Asian, East Asians are more racist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to other, you know, like Malaysians, do you mean to other East Asians? Just, yeah, and to other parts of Asia, right. to other Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, babes, I'm um, Indian, so <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. Like, We're not racist. Not saying, we I mean, hate we, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not maybe not in like the most woke parts of KL or something like that, but like essentially, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's amazing that he goes out with her because she's like really dark skinned, and he's Indian, so I don't know why she's going out with him. You know, that kind really of yeah, like that yeah. And I and I remember being like fifteen and being like, ah, huh? like she's really, she's really hot. I think she's really hot. And they're like, yeah, but I don't know how she got a white boyfriend because she's so dark, uh -huh. you know. Um, so it's all of that has just seeped so far into the culture that this poor woman now looks frightening. Yeah. To me, obviously not being used to that, but I was like, oh my god. Um, no, thank you. I won't. <laughs> I'm um, you're not a good but I even get that not in skin bleaching but over here do you ever get that when you go to a beauty counter and you're like oh no if 
you know, the ladies that sell the products and they're wearing every single mm. one of those products really badly. Um, mm. And you're like, I absolutely do not want to shop here. You're such a bad sell for all of these yeah, products. And why, why is blue eyeshadow only still allowed, really, in like beauty departments? Wow, do you know what? Blue eyeshadow. Benefit, I've seen it, blue eyeshadow. Oh, now I can't think of any Love other it. brands. Now we're never going to get sponsored by Benefit. Oh, God. No, we must. We must. Mm. We need We need it. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Thank you, so, Helen. Yeah. Thank you, Helen. And um, anyone else, if you want to do drop us an email about anything that has happened in your life or is happening to you that isn't legit, um, just memories, anything like that. We love that shit. And... Anything that you think we've got wrong? Oh yeah, uh, with this episode, or missed? We're not we might have missed something massive. We've missed. Look, there's so much to talk about, but we have to I have, know, listen to this. Finish this episode. Hear those pages? <clears throat> that is no, you can't hear the pages because there was one. But I've got four pages of notes on this. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, but we can't do them. So that's it. No. Is it still legit at gmail.com? Did we say that? Yeah. Is it still legit at gmail.com? And what's your conclusion, Em? Is it still legit? Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck no. It's interesting because it's so close to a film that would get commissioned and and made now, um, and greenlit now, I should say, but... And yet so far... Yeah. Okay, we haven't talked about any nice points in it. What did you like about it? What is still legit? Catherine Heigl's mad, mad outfit. No, that isn't enough. Uh, That's not enough to keep it legit, oh my mate. God, no, no, no. It's so bad. Um, they all, they were all like children's dressing up clothes. Stop, stop with the. Anyway. Right, what did you like about uh, the film in I terms of like the that. themes? Um, oh, she's been very pushy. She's not letting me no. like the outfits. Um, <laughs> uh, in terms of the themes. Um, I liked the, I guess I liked the element of the two sisters just being there, you know. Yeah. My sister wants to go and break into an, into a woman's house and see if her husband is fucking this Off woman. Off we go. Yeah, I'm there. It's America. And We're not locking know, our doors. We're fine. I liked, yeah, apparently. Mm. I liked certain things of, um, you know, <laughs> when she's in the car and she's like, get the fuck out of my car. We've been there, get right? Get the fuck out of my car. We've been there. Yeah. And you know that last <laughs> get the fuck out of my car is going to work. Yeah, and then as soon as they get out, you're like, oh, bollocks. Damn, oh, they got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I really... So there were... Oh, sorry, carry on. No, 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 you, you go. There were bits, um, you know. I actually thought Ken Jeong was really good in it, um, as the doctor. Uh, yeah, the, doctor, the grumpy the doctor. gynecologist. Oh, you mean the man who triggered like... my panic attack? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's great. Yeah, that's why I liked him. <laughs> but I thought, I thought there was, um, that was a, a, was a good performance. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was a, I mean, it's stellar cast. Asian, I love the cast. Um, I think um, what I really loved, um, what I had potential to love, was the storyline between Debbie and her husband. Yeah. I thought that's a really interesting, that would be an interesting film if it was about these people and it was a bit more complex i also thought the mm. most well-observed thing in the whole film was a mushroom trip yeah yeah <laughs> there is a tiny head behind that you anna on great. the zoom call <laughs> yeah babe i'm yeah what's up babe i'm still going sorry oh he's doing anything yeah he'll do anything to he's get on this podcast he's the best boyfriend ever 
Get out. We've got some Chewbacca. We've got some Chewbacca rolls. Oh my god! Really? Gluten free ones, but this is happening. In the cupboard, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just sort of night dinner. I eat a piece of shit. I fucking love having a barbecue. Is the best. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So go on. You liked that. Uh. Yeah. No, I liked that, and yes, I liked the sisters, and yeah, I just thought, yeah, the best observed thing was the mushroom trip. I imagine, obviously, if my mum's listening. Um, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm imagining. Imagining, yeah. and I know my mum does listen. And Anna, oh. fucking hell! Oh, I've said my mum's no, listening. No, then I've sworn. No. You do spuff your life out on these podcasts, don't you? <laughs> like, oh god, yeah. people are listening. So, like I say, I imagine what I imagine a mushroom trip to be. That what was I imagine a mushroom trip very well be. observed. Yeah. I really enjoyed his. Yeah, the chairs. <laughs> oh, this chair's got a better energy. You are. Like, yeah, I imagine I've been there. <laughs> if I think you would definitely be Paul Rudd in that situation, I would definitely be Seth Rogen. <gasps> That's such a lovely thing to and say. I don't mean in like sexy hot dad. I don't mean that. I mean oh, in response okay. to nice. being poisoned uh, by mushrooms. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Being uplifted by mushrooms. Okay. Anna Brophy, is it um, still legit? No, 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 for the same reasons as you said, but it, but it does interest me because we, you could make that film now and it could be really legit. It's so close, so close, and I think Catherine Heigl was really onto something. Yeah. She's, I'm, I really respect her for for speaking out about yeah. it, and I respect her for um, uh, for for kind of pinpointing what that was, and you can only imagine how much more that is on films that are so much more kind of um, male-driven yeah. and toxic in that way. Would you watch it again if it came on in like two years on ITV? No. Me neither. But what um, what should we do next week? Yes, <gasps> that's what I was going to say. Um, I think... Yeah. Um, you, go on. You should choose. I think you should choose. Do you know what I really would love? Because we've done two mm. films now, and it means that we do yeah. a really long podcast, which is fine if people yeah. like it. Yeah. But let's just yeah. do an episode of Ali McBeal. Yeah. Yes. Are you in? Yes. So in. It's definitely. Oh you can definitely watch it online. So let's watch. I don't know. Maybe the if we, if the pilot's there, let's watch the pilot. Let's watch the pilot. Oh my god. My god. What a blast from the past. Oh, do you know what? I... We had some we had some requests from that. We had some requests from that. Um, Carrie requested it. Someone else requested yeah, it. Yeah, it came yes. on social media. Someone said Ali. Well, yeah, and then you text me saying Ali McNeil, and I was like, I don't follow sports. I don't know who she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> do email us your suggestions, guys, because it's hard to keep track yeah. of various social medias. Um, but yeah, if you like this podcast, uh, please rate and subscribe it because we want you to do that. If you didn't like it, don't bother. Yeah, five, Go five away. stars, guys. Five stars. Or if you didn't like it, just... There's so many other podcasts. Yeah. Don't you, you be free. So, yeah. I think on that note, I should go and eat my cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah. You can go fuck yourself with Knocked Up as well. I'm going to go and make a salmon tart, babes. Oh, fancy. Yeah, I got myself okay, some gluten-free okay. puff pastry. I'm going to make my unborn child a salmon tart. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Gluten-free puff pastry. I'd like to see the photographic evidence of that. Thank okay. you everybody for listening thank you everybody and we'll see you next week for the pilot episode of Ali McBeal yeah whoop whoop thank you for listening <laughs>